beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. Hello. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Smut Club. I'm Hannah. And I'm Chelsea. Um, and we apologize in advance for today's episode. Yeah. Um, it's it's a journey you're going to want to to pour in alcohol probably before we start. Unless this is your commute to work. Don't drink and drive. Um, mm. Although I just said this is going to be a journey. And my husband looked at me and whispered, oh, is it that one? And the answer is yes, fans. It is that one. Today we are reviewing The Haunted Vagina. Dun, dun, dun. By Carlton Mellick III. Sounds like a real douche. <laughs> is that because it's the third? <laughs> yes. I mean, Carlton Mellick is already like a- Anna, you know my baby's a third, right? <laughs> I forgot. I thought he was a fourth. Loki, I forget he's the third as well. No, so he's Vance Bradford fight the third. Got and it. we call him Ford out of Bradford, not four for the fourth. Right. Which will suck if he decides to carry on the family name at some point because right. I do feel like normally like the third is like Trip or Trey or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, we went Ford out of Bradford. I I can support that. But Carlton is also like You know, that's fair. It sounds a little pretentious. Yes. And Melvick is also a little pretentious. There's no V. What is it? Melick. That's worse. <laughs> um, yes. Carlton Melick the third. Hmm. Oh, did, well, did I tell you that recently? I was at a wedding. I think I've told you this. I may have even told the story on the podcast. I don't know. Alcohol, man. Buckle up. But we, when we were at the wedding, a, a friend's wedding recently, and someone's like, how's little Vance doing? I was like, my kid's name isn't Vance. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit. No, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, no, that is his name. Yeah, no, he's he's good. <laughs> like, little Vance, don't ask me. That's inappropriate. I was like, oh, I sure we can talk about my husband's dick. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Boundaries are silly. What is the name that she uses in um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Princess is it Sophia, <laughs> right? I okay. I was combining that with when Phoebe wanted to change her name, <laughs> and I was like, Princess Sophia Banana Hammock was what I had in my head. I was like, that's not right. Um, yes, Princess Sophia. No, we don't. I wouldn't say we're big like dick nickname people. Nah. No. Did I? I don't know if I've ever told you this either. (laughs) So one time, because I know we've talked multiple times on the show about, like, daddy and being a daddy. And when I asked my husband, I was like, is that the sort of thing you'd, like, be into? And he's like, could you say it with conviction? And I was like, probably not. (laughs) But we were talking about that conversation and the podcast to a friend of ours. And they were like, what about your co-host? Could she say, like, and I was like... I was like, to be fair, I've never actually met Hannah's husband in person. I was like, and then Vance goes, I feel like she's she's more likely to call him bitch than daddy. <laughs> I would never. 
<laughs> Call him either of those things. I was not prepared for that to be my husband's statement. Like, Vance, what do you think of me, man? Ow. No. I don't think – why? Ow. So, it wasn't a negative. And to so, be fair, if, if I had to guess between the two – I would say bitch is more likely than daddy. <laughs> Probably. So, okay. My husband was on a a work trip with a coworker okay. that is ri- a ridiculous person. We love him. He's a little bit silly. This guy took his wife and they went all went out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And she was pregnant. And for whatever reason, um, Matt and his coworker sat on the same side of the table, and then the wife sat across from them for whatever, like, whatever. No judgment. All God's children. So Matt and his coworker had to pay on the same tab because it was a work trip, and they were mm. writing off the meal, but wife obviously couldn't be on the tab. So the waitress came up and asked about it, and Matt, like, held his hand and was like, oh, we're together and the girl was like, oh, congratulations, like, thinking that his wife was the surrogate for oh, them. Oh, wow, what a narrative has been created. So then there an argument ensued later when they got back to work about who would be the top because the coworker was adamant that he would be the top, and everybody was like, Joe. <laughs> no. Oh, Joe. Poor Joe. They were like, Joe, no, honey. One of the 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 girls at work was even like, Joe, Tracy tops you, and she's two levels beneath you in like the hierarchy here. <laughs> Bless it. Yeah. So I think about that occasionally. Like, <laughs> who'd be the top? Not Joe. Not Joe. I've never met Joe, and I've never met Matt in person, but from stories I've heard of Matt, I could also, like, I would assume he would be the top. With Joe? At the very least, yes. It is always so interesting to, like, when you, like, start to recognize those social dynamics in a room, and when you actually like start to see guys try and size up like where they are in the hierarchy in a room, mm-hmm. it's fascinating to watch. It really is. And what I've noticed with with my husband is that he he doesn't do it. Like he doesn't engage with it. And that's the thing. Those are the people at the top of the hierarchy. Thank you. Yes. But like he doesn't give that energy really. He's just minding his own business. Yeah. The people who can't be bothered. Well, it's kind of like when like you're talking about I don't know, I've historically, like, said in counseling sessions and also in my own life, when it came to dating where you're, like, the person who cares less has more power in the relationship, right? And I feel like that's that's true when, like, dudes are all, like, trying to figure out where they are if they're, like, if they're the alpha in the room. And, like, there are some dudes I'm, like, you just have strong beta energy. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having strong beta energy. But it's the people who, like, don't – don't recognize that they're the the Can't beta. Accept it. Yeah, they're like I'm. That's not me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do I want to crush your spirit, or do I want to let you keep living in, in a false sense of reality? Yeah. Hmm. You know. Okay. So anyway, we say all this because <laughs> we're avoiding today's review. 
Um, this book is 79 pages long. Hmm. And my husband went, Chelsea, I've seen you read 600-page books in one day if you've liked it enough. And this book took you about a week and a half. No, a week and a half. By the time I, like, actually sat down and, like, started, I was like, okay, we're in it. We're doing it. But I'd, like, read a few pages and I'd be like, Ugh! And then I'd, like, put it down and read something else instead. Um, what is it? Well, so, like, the description of this book, just, I, I put the first line in my notes because I was cracking up. It's difficult to love a woman whose vagina is a gateway to the world of the dead. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> worth noting, when I opened the book, the author's note, like, the dedication on the first page just says, I miss Andre the Giant. Who doesn't? I've heard great things about Andre the Giant. Me too. I've heard he was a very kind human. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, was it, I feel like I just saw a post by, I think it was like Fred Savage Mm. who like, is he canceled at this point? I think he was. And then maybe he, he was brought back. I can't keep up. I don't know. I feel like there was like all of the initial cancels that were like really big. And then there were the people that like some accusations came out about that just kind of like fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Like Aziz Ansari, I feel like people brought accusations. Just, yeah. yeah, and then people like saw what the accusations were and where they were like, that that sounds like a weird experience, but not right. Like, like anybody, even with a kind and empathetic heart, could have done that in certain circumstances if they didn't. Yes, yeah. it was not like using your power to sexually manipulate a situation. Right. Um, and I honestly don't remember where Fred Savage landed on that. But um, I feel like I saw, saw a post that was talking about um, the Princess Bride. Mm. I was about to say Princess Diaries. Very different energy if they were in that movie. <laughs> um, but Princess Bride and, mm-hmm. like, their interactions on set. And it was, like, a very sweet post. But, yeah, so we all miss Under the Giant. We I do. will um, relent to – Carlton Mellick III on that one. So this book, we have Steve and we have Stacy. Okay. They're fucking weird. Um, Those are some white bread names, though. Well, they are. Fun fact, Stacy is a giant Asian woman. Okay. Um, I don't I don't think, like, I think it's more height and not width. Noted. Like, I think, like, it said, like, she's, like, a foot taller than Steve. So I don't know. I wonder who's the top. <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> Stacy is the top, without a doubt. Um, so, and, like, it's one of those where I'm, like, I can't tell if we're supposed to like Stacy. Mm. Where it's, he's, like, look at this cute thing she does. Ha, ha, ha. And you're reading it, and you're, like, that's not cute at all. Like, it's just kind of annoying, and she seems like a really selfish human. Right. Where they're like, haha, she's so odd and eccentric. I'm like, no. She's mean. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of, at least that was my takeaway. Maybe other people would read it and feel like it was, like, cuter or more endearing, and maybe I just have a low tolerance threshold for that. Which I could own. Sure. Um, so Steve is worried because there are odd noises coming out of Stacy's coot coot. <laughs> Okay. Do you feel like we're reversing roles? Because I normally do, like, the cuter rom-coms. And I'm, you're normally, like, some scorpion sex. This is straight-up Freaky Friday shit, and I don't like it. That's what wine is for. 
Good point. We're not sponsored by Boda Box. Or hijinks. But it would be a lot cooler if we were. It really would be. By either. Or both, even. Ooh, both. (laughs) So, ooh, both. (laughs) Shoot for the stars. Why (laughs) limit ourselves to one, you know? Okay, so there are some weird noises coming out of Stacy's coot coot. And when he's like, what's up with this? She's like, oh, yeah, my vagina's haunted. (laughs) <laughs> like, she's very much, like, embraced that, like, this is um, a her reality. Okay. And so he's like, we're not going to have sexual interactions anymore because your vagina's haunted. Time out. So they were having sex before, and he didn't notice that her vagina was haunted, and then suddenly I he was like, I think when they moved in together, the noises became more obvious. Okay. All right. It's 79 pages, Hannah. They don't have enough time to explain all of these details. Damn it, Carly. (laughs) Sorry. I was going to go with trip, but I like Carly (laughs) better. It feels slightly more demeaning. It does, doesn't it? Um, So essentially, he's like, we're not having sex anymore. And she's like, yeah, no, we are. And I'm horny. Definitely the top. Yeah. And so she's like, let's just 69. I don't know if that's how it went down. Whatever. They're 69ing. He's on top, and he's trying to keep her legs closed, so that way to contain, the ghosts won't come out. You get it to contain the haunted, the haunts. So maybe this is just me. Yeah, follow me, or maybe don't. But follow if, you inside the haunted vagina because we'll get there. Well, here's my point, though. If somebody's vagina is haunted or penis for that matter if there is haunted paraphern- paraphernalia genitalia <laughs> paraphernalia genitalia the alias <laughs> you knew what i meant i did if there is haunted genitalia i wouldn't want my mouth near it well steve doesn't either like um, but- i would rather it be near my own genitalia than near my face personally if it had to be there if there's going to be a haunted <laughs> genitalia in the room, um, well, then you won't love what's about to happen. Super. Bring it. She orgasms, and then shit starts to loosen and get weird, and then he's trying. <laughs> what's loosening? What's loosening? <laughs> okay. Well, so then, like. He's He starts to realize her vagina is opening and something is coming out of it. And then she, he tries to, like, get off of her and she, like, won't release his dick from her mouth. Whatever. At the heart of this, a corpse comes out of her vagina. An mm-hmm. undead person. Nope. Comes out of her vagina. Okay. While they're 69ing. <laughs> <laughs> while he's orgasming. <laughs> oh. Well, at least he got to completion. That's good. What a lovely reframe. Yeah. Poor Steve. Um, It would have been worse if he didn't make it. Come on now. Would it? Or is there a little bit of shame attached? <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think of the shame. Whatever. They're like, we're going to leave our house now because there's a corpse on the ground. So we're going to go stay at a hotel for the night and like get our lives together okay so they've left the undead corpse in there what would you recommend they do get it out 
Well, it already came out <laughs> of her. I mean, out of the apartment. <laughs> Don't leave it in there. Do you, is that like a garbage bag situation? Maybe. I've I, not had experience. I just feel like you have strong opinions house. on how they should have handled it. And then when I ask why, like what they should have done, you're like, I don't know. Just not what they did. <laughs> Get it out. Just put it on the lawn or something. Don't keep it in your house. On the lawn. It wasn't Halloween though. So it didn't fit into the decor. Mm. Um so they go to a hotel. They get drunk. He, she, like we learn a little bit more about like Stacy started to suspect her vagina was haunted in college. Her, oh, apparently it became a weird fetish thing where she stayed in college because all of the college boys were super into it. And then when she was like thirty and still fucking around with college boys, um, someone was like, "It's fake. It's a tape recorder of sounds." And she like got canceled by the students and like moved on with her life. And then met Steve. So they're at the hotel. Steve goes to get more beer. Uh, he's going to need it. Everyone needs more beer. I Hold on. I need a sip. Oh, dear. It's a gulp. <laughs> so Steve goes to get more alcohol, comes back into the room to find Stacy, like, playing with her vagina lips, and they are stretching real wide. Like, <laughs> apparently you could fit a football in there. And as someone who has birthed a child, absolutely fucking not. That does not sound like a good time. No, like the elasticity of her vaginal lips is um, prominent. But also, and this is not, obviously, we're not here to kink shame. But when I was reading Sugar Daddies. Yes. And they were doing the stretching it was like, oh, like so, it made me physically uncomfortable. Well, and I will say this stretching is just more like she's like, oh, look at the natural elasticity here. Like it's not like yikes. Okay, she's just like, oh, look at it go. Um, and then like, like when Steve walks in the room, apparently her hand is up in there, and she's like elbow deep, just like rooting around, no problem. What are the physical requirements to be able to? Like, the angle. That's intense. Well, the way I'm sitting on the couch, I almost <laughs> feel like I get... I'm sitting as a very normal human, for the record. There is video of this, if you are not watching the video. But I'm just, like, sitting up like a normal human, and my elbow's, like, on my thigh. Right. My elbow's also on my thigh, but I still feel we're, like you'd have to... We're really... We're both we making... stop We're making it. We scooping motions. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry, you guys. I can't help um, it. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Well, and so, so he's like, looks up in there, and he's like, I think I see a light at the end of the tunnel. And she's <laughs> like, I need you to go on an exploratory journey inside my vagina. So he does. Um... But he, like, doesn't really want to, but they're both very drunk, and she, like, persuades him to climb inside and explore. Um, but, like, he, like, gets stuck, and so she, like, shaves his head and, like, lubes up his body, and then she's, like, masturbating to get it wet so, like, he can, like, slide in there easier. Oh, no. Um, and then, I don't know, the the channel opens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mm. and then his, like, he's, like, sees a light, and he's, like, making his way through this, like, 
tunnel, which is given in graphic detail. And then his head pops out on, like, the other side. And, like, he's like, oh, there's, like, a cliff. And here's, like, a whole, like, mountainside. And there's, like, a little, like, cottage in the forest. Whatever. Um, Oh, there's a forest now. That's good. Oh, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... He pops his head through the other side, and then she's continuing to masturbate, and then apparently she orgasms, and the clinch pushes him all the way through, so he pops out of the cliff and, like, falls down onto the ground. And then he's just, like, in the universe inside of her vagina. So, I'm just thinking of that Coldplay song now, and... Like, show the world to me is taking on a whole new meaning. (laughs) I'm struggling with it. The only Coldplay song I ever think of is Yellow. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know where we're going with this. Because you said, I'm thinking that Coldplay song in my head. I went, your skin. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Mm, okay so he's in there now (laughs) he is in her vaginal universe Mm. um and he like yeah there's like a cabin not a cottage like a cabin in the forest and he sees like a naked woman walking around and like she's like very pale and he thinks she has like bunny ears and he's like what the fuck is happening bunny ears Um, we'll learn in the future they're not bunny ears they're horns okay um you know the the important details of this book obviously i mean i prefer horns over bunny ears personally so did you have a trauma with bunnies because i I know you don't fuck with bunnies i did yeah what happened is that is that like a question i can ask i was like i was like i realized i asked i was like oh no no, is this too traumatic no my um cousin had rabbits and he stuck his fingers up, like, in the bottom of their crate that they were in because it was, like, mesh. After the haunted vagina and sticking your fingers up thing. I'm really sorry that I did that hand motion now that you say that. For those who couldn't see, I did a finger wiggle upward motion. I'm really sorry I did that. But regardless, he did. And um, when he stuck his fingers into the bottom of the the mesh crate thing, the rabbit bit off the top of his finger. Oh, shit. And it just started, like, like spurting blood. And I was, like, four years old. No, that makes sense. Like, that is a traumatic memory. Yeah. So ever since then, I'm just like, nah, I don't, I don't like that. So parallels of our lives. We had <laughs> more parallels. We had bunnies. They were named Chip and Dale. Well, that's good. Which I was like, like the dancers or the the chipmunks. The chipmunks. <laughs> um, I think my parents said it was the chipmunks, but then they giggled a lot, and so I, they knew yeah. in their hearts. But we we were also not we. I was four. My sister was a few years older when we got rid of them because. You know, like, the iconic kid's car that has, like, the red – it's plastic, red bottom, with yellow top. With the yellow top. Mm-hmm. The bunnies Fisher would, like, Price or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bunnies would go under it and, like, bite your ankles as you were, like, pedaling and, like, walking around. And then I think they started chewing through wires. Um, But, yeah, getting your bunny – your ankles nipped at by bunnies is not 
ideal. But yeah, so the good news is um, she doesn't have horns or she doesn't have bunny ears. She has horns. We will get there. We will all introduce her in a few minutes. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So he goes into the cabin. Oh, because at this point he had to get naked to like get in there. So he's just walking around this universe naked. Well, she's also naked. So maybe that's a thing. Yeah. But like he got naked because he needed to be more easily looped up to enter <laughs> the channel. The channel is my word, Why not theirs. Why are you saying channel? I've said it twice. I know. And I'll say it a third time. Maybe a fourth. <laughs> okay. Um, so when he, like, goes into the cabin, he, like, finds, like, some overalls and, like, an axe and a ladder. And, like, there's, like, a whole, like, actual, like, universe of supplies here. And then he gets all of those ready so he can, like, climb back out. And it gets a little graphic because, like, the further up the cliff he gets the fleshier it gets so like when he like p- puts the axe in it in the wall and of uh, the the cliff side he it like starts bleeding as it gets higher yes like your face is the right answer um oh. well and oh my god oh my god i forgot about this part so He's, like, working on climbing back out. He's, like, getting starts to get his head through. And he's, like, what the fuck? Like, why am I stuck? Is that denim? Stacy put her pants on and is driving home. She's in the car driving home. And he's trying to push through her vag. And she's wearing jeans. And she's, like, stay in there. Well, that answered one of the questions that I had was, which was, like, did she not notice that he was trying to get out? But apparently she did if she told him to stay in there. Yeah, I don't know at what point she noticed. I also don't know if time works differently. Right. Because it was a little vague on, like, how long he was in there. And, like, was that, like – because it seemed to me in reading it, like, he, like, showed up, went into the cabin, did some light exploration, got the supplies – headed back out so like couple hours tops it also seems like he didn't understand the assignment because she asked him to go on an exploratory mission and figure out what the fuck was in there and he just went in and was like there's a cabin and like decided to come back out i also think we have to like ask questions about like how deep of an exploratory mission when someone's just like get naked i'll shave your head (laughs) go and he's like well, and I guess to their credit, oh gosh, I don't want to give them any credit, but it seemed like they were like, oh, there's a light. Go see what the light is and then come back where like it was not necessarily oh, okay, like okay. he was not supposed to be a top- topographer. Is that the people? I was about to say, was he making mapping? a map? Um, well, so he stays in Stacy's coot coot until they get back because the genes are constricting his ability to get out while she's driving. Luckily, he she didn't crash. Um, then he like goes to work the next day. I'm like, why? We cannot just act like this is a normal thing. But he, he goes to work. So he got out when they got home. Yeah. Like got out when they got home. They like go to bed or whatever. I honestly don't remember. But then they're like, yeah, we're going to work. When he wakes up, she's gone. And he assumes she's at work. And then when he calls her work, she wasn't there. Because apparently she was out buying supplies because when she gets home, she's like, I've decided you're going back in. And now you are an explorer making a map. Bought walkie-talkies, bought hiking shoes, the whole nine yards. 
Wow. She really thought through her intentions. Yes. But also, what a selfish thing to just be like, you're going to go back inside my vagina universe. And he's like, I don't want to. And she's like, I honestly don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, also, that kind of stands to her character anyway. If she was just staying in college to fuck around with college boys who thought her haunted vagina was a gimmick so she could get laid. Yeah. Like, nothing about her eccentricness is endearing to me. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. I was like, I I can't tell if it's supposed to read as it's not endearing or if I'm just like, not into Carlton, it. seek help. Carly, my guy, you doing okay? Um, yeah, so like she buys a walkie-talkie, like a knife, a gun, a digital camera. Like she is like ready. And so then he was like, well, I can't like wear all of these things. And she's like, no, what we'll do is you'll go in and we'll, like, put all this stuff in this travel bag that I'll tie around your ankle. And so then, like, when you get in, you can, like, have all your supplies and pull them through because they'll go – but the bag will go through my bajingo easier. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. You get it. I'm tracking. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, he gets back in the vagina. It's less – luckily less graphic this time. He sees the naked girl again. We do confirm it is horns. Not bunny ears. And when he'd been, like, describing her earlier to Stacy, she was like, oh, it sounds like my imaginary friend from childhood. Her imaginary friend lives in her vagina. Um, the imaginary friend's name is Fig. Okay. Yep. And then Fig and Steve are just, like, walking through town. Naked? No. I. Well, he has the camping. Supplies. Oh, right. <laughs> Don't be a fool, Hannah. My apologies. Why would Steve still be naked? Well, why Get is your she, head out of your ass. Is she clothed or is she still naked? That feels like a valid question. Fig? Yeah, because she was naked when he got there, right? The first time? Well, yeah, she's still naked. That's just her life. Okay, well, carry on, Fig. Good for you, girl. I don't think Fig... Fig is also someone who's eccentric in a way that I'm like, I'm not rooting for anyone <laughs> in this book. Mm. Um... Like, they're walking through town. They're really going on a topography journey sure. at this point. Um, and they're walking through town. He has his digital camera. He's taking photos. There's, like, dilapidated houses that have turned black at one point. And he's like, what What are those? And she's like, oh, that's that was the cancer. And I was like, did Stacy have cancer? Is that, like, doesn't fucking make sense. What questions do you have? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. All right. Okay. I really love the opportunity to make you feel uncomfy. I am happy that you're happy. And uh, my primary question is, what kind of two-bit fucking charlatan of a doctor did she go to with her cancer that they didn't notice she had an entire universe in her goddamn vagina. Did she go to a doctor? You're making a lot of assumptions about her medical care. I did make an care. assumption. I did make an assumption. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hmm. Maybe the townspeople fixed it before she had to go to a oh. doctor. We're really filling in a lot of details that Carly left out. Does that mean she's never had a pap smear? I just had one recently, so I guess it's on the brain. Oh, no. Did I tell you? It was, like, 
my like second OB appointment once I was pregnant. And they're like, when was your last pap smear? And I was like, uh, when I lived in Nashville and I lived in Nashville until like before the pandemic. And they're like, oh, so it's time. Do you want us to do that now? Hannah, my husband was at these appointments with me because I was pregnant. And the crank sound. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I just look over at my husband sitting in the corner of the room and his eyes are so big. And I was like, listen, like, we have a very healthy relationship. But it was just one of those where I was like, I never, I never saw this in my future. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't think I would want my husband to be present. No, and like, he was pregnant the month before when they'd like shoved the wand up my cuckoo. Sure. to confirm that I was having a, a kid. That's different, though. Yeah. The crank sound on the metal duck lips. <laughs> that will get you every time. Yeah. The funniest part was they really loved Vance at these appointments. Like, he was just vibing. They were having a great time with him. That's adorable. I, also- I hope he wasn't traumatized by that experience. No, I'm sure there were plenty of other things that have traumatized him worse throughout the childbearing journey. Sure. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Yeah, people – but people just really love Vance. He's a good hang. He is, yeah. Yeah. I could agree. We're in that way where I'm like, this feels like maybe not the moment, but here we are. Uh, We got all the way around. But I was just curious, like, I feel like if a doctor had done a pap smear – they would notice that she had a fucking, what's that called, portal in her vagina. Mm. Isn't that something you'd notice if you were trying you to? You were less focused on the cancer, more focused on any sort of vaginal health yeah. exam. Yeah. Resulting in this Discovering knowledge. the cancer, yeah. Well, I do think, like, it stretched really wide. <clears throat> Your hand motion, though. For those who couldn't see, Chelsea did, like, a double fist pull apart. Like, like playing with silly buddy. No! <laughs> Not the Laffy Taffy. Oh. <laughs> I Anybody that. remember that song? Shake that Laffy Taffy? <laughs> yeah. That's what it's about. You're welcome. Well, all I could think of was that our recruiting team at work on Fridays... For a while, one of the girls on our team would um, do Laffy Taffy Joke Friday. Nope. And then we would all just start, like, telling, like, really ridiculous, like, I told, like, um, oh, what was it? Like, there I had, there were so many good ones over time. I'll have to find them and tell them. I just remember there was one one. Oh, why are there Pop-Tarts but no Mom-Tarts? Because of the pastriarchy. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Right? It was a solid one. Yeah. Um, but then one week she's like, hey, Chelsea, will you kick it off? So I sent a Shake That Laffy Taffy gift <laughs> in our company chat that has like 60 people on it. And I'm like, you're welcome. Lean into but it. But I'm also like, to be fair, she didn't know me well enough to, I was like, no, that, that maybe not, I might not be the person. Right. To set the tone. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm For like, a corporate 
meeting. I'm like, I'll set the tone all right. I don't know if it's the tone you're looking for. Don't threaten me with a good time. Right? Um, so they're walking. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot that we're still reviewing this book. <laughs> so they're walking. Um, Fig, yeah, tells them about the distorted houses being cancer. There are also, like, skeletons in town walking around that are kind of like the undead corpses that are the same kind that as the one who climbed out of her vagina. Okay. Um, Fig brings him home, and, like, her, like, family lives in this, like, mansion on top of the hill. So is everybody naked? I'm stuck. <laughs> I don't know if we know, or maybe we do know, and I wasn't paying attention. I'm just gonna assume, but I think it's like very naked. much like just think like culturally, right? It wouldn't matter. It's just like the norm. Sure, Steve's probably the weirdo for wearing camping attire. I'm just gonna assume everybody's I bet he naked. He feels like a putz. He is a putz. Well, he is for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, so. He goes home with Fig to her mansion, and she's like, you have to play with me. Like, my mom said you'll be my friend and play with me forever. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. Yikes. Um, and then it says they they do crafts together. Okay. Like, some, some clay work. Like, macaroni art. That energy. Like, not everyone had the same craft. Okay. And then he's like, yeah, we played. And she's like, no, that's not what I mean. And so, like, he tries to leave, and Fig won't let him she's like no you're mine and like tell like six all of the skeleton people on him and grabs him and throws him in the bottom of a mine <laughs> what okay <laughs> i'm just at this point i've just accepted that none of it's going to make sense and it's going to be ridiculous and i'm just i am strapped in for the journey so he's in the bottom of a mine okay i'm here i'm with it i'm yeah. ready so he's down there for a while okay I don't know quite how long, but a good while, to the point that it, at, at some point in time, his skeleton and bones separate from his body. Ew. <laughs> I love that, that. Ew. You know, no more responses needed. Ew. It does make me think of, I, there's somebody I know that. Um, used to do a lot of drugs and doesn't anymore. And he was like, yeah, cocaine was never really my thing. But once I did so much of it, I felt like my skeleton was vibrating. So I just laid really still on the floor. And I was like, that doesn't sound like a good time. But no. I'm just imagining like he's laying there and his skeleton like vibrates out of his body. I think if I'm remembering correctly, it's like, his back opened up. Ugh. And the bones came out. Ugh. But then it seemed like his bones became a skeleton person. That's brutal. Yeah. So uh, oh, after all of this has happened, Fig lets him out of the mine. And he's still, like, I like wanting to go home. Also, like, the walkie-talkies, like, haven't really been working super well because, you know. Oh, I forgot about the walkie-talkies. You get it. He is, yeah. like... Trans-dimensional walkie-talkie use, I could imagine, would be pretty tricky. 1,000%. Yeah. Um. So, Fig lets him out. They're standing there. And then suddenly there's an earthquake. And he realizes that Stacy's having sex with someone who's not him. And... So, he just went earthquake to sex. Or were there other indications? Probably. Uh, Anna. 
I'm like, how would you know? An earthquake could just be an earthquake. Well, maybe it was the lake of sperm that started to flood the land. <laughs> you weren't ready. No, I wasn't ready. That would be a pretty good indication that maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and then he's pissed because he's like, I haven't been down here that long for, like, Stacy to, like, be cheating on me. And I'm like, I don't really feel like Stacy ever gave a shit about you. If- right. Why would she send you into her haunted vagina if she cared about you? Yes. And then tell you not to get out because she had already put her pants on. She didn't wait for you to get out. <laughs> well, because once again, it didn't seem like he was in there that that yeah. long. Like, I get if you're like, hey, it's been a couple days. Like... I need to go home. Yeah. Like, we've missed checkout on this hotel room. At least wear a dress, you know? That would be the considerate thing. Although, I don't know. She did. She only brought jeans to mm. the hotel, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. So, I think he starts to realize that maybe Stacy's is a little bit of a selfish bitch. Sure. The lake of sperm would be a pretty good indication. I really hate that that just yeah. came out of my mouth, but... Well, and then apparently, like, the sky changes colors or something, and then everyone is cheering because it means Stacy is now pregnant. And so now... What? But because she's pregnant, his tunnel home, his his channel is no longer. So he's just, like, stuck in her vagina world. But vaginas are still there when a person gets pregnant. But I think he might now be in the embryo. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> we just made eye contact and lost it. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did... Never mind. It doesn't matter. Well, no, so it's like she's pregnant now. So now apparently he can't get home. And then he's also like bummed that she cheated on him. But it's also a little bit like... That's just like Stacy to to do something like this. Then why were you with her? Yes, the whole time she's the worst. Um, so Fig is like, well, now you can definitely play with me, and you're here. And then he's like, we already did crafts, and she's like, that's not what I mean. Apparently, playing means fucking. Obviously, yes. Um, oh God, a note I wrote, and I apologize in advance. They're fucking. The anatomy involved, it's described as hot jelly or rubber cement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot. I'm literally crying. I can't. (laughs) Hot jelly. So I had this friend in college. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is all I can think about now. They used to make peanut butter and jelly, but he would make it like a grilled cheese, and he called it a stoner's delight. And you said hot jelly, and all I could think of was the stoner's delight because it was it was hot jelly. <laughs> I was thinking, like, hot pepper jelly, like, the kind that you, like, put over, like, cream cheese and put out at a party. Um, Neither's great. Also, rubber cement. That would be a distinct odor. Like, hot rubber cement would be a distinct odor. Okay. (laughs) Um, So then they fuck. It's 
horrible descriptors. And then she's like, you love me. Like, Fig is like, you love me. And he's like, what? And she's like, you changed your body for me. And he's like, not intentionally. I was thrown into the bottom of a mine. (laughs) Like, what? Oh, so he couldn't have a skeleton to be with her? Yes. So, and then she was like, no, that happened because you belong to me. And then we learned that apparently when a female is within the vicinity of, like, a male that she wants, she releases, like, a special pheromone to alter his DNA to match hers. Okay. So now they're together. So are all the skeletons that are wandering around other men that have fallen into this fucking universe? Oh, God, are they all the college men? they've fallen into her vagina? That's what I just thought of. Where did all the skeletons come from? I thought it was the universe. But, I mean, because Fig is her imaginary friend. Well, and so, okay, we're at, we're almost at the end. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. Um, He marries Fig. (laughs) Okay. Um, Fig gets pregs. Okay. I know. I feel the same. Um, <laughs> like, is this an inception thing? There's pregnancy inside pregnancy inside pregnancy. Well, so they start fixing up part, uh, one of the abandoned parts of the mansion that's in the coot coot. Um, and then while they're fixing it up, Steve finds the walkie-talkie. Like, he's been there long enough that, like, he, like, forgot it and, like, has, like, right. he's really been living in there for a long time now. And the walkie-talkie works. And, like, there's, like, a crackling and Stacy answers. And she's, like, like, apparently the baby daddy that she's pregnant with, his kid, was, like, a rando at a bar because she was pissed because she could tell she was jealous because she could tell that Steve and Fig had fallen in love. Because... Figs, she like Stacy had historically heard Fig crying, and there was like a, a mournful wailing, and then it turned into a happy song once Steve was in her. <laughs> <laughs> and so Stacy mm. got jealous and went and fucked a rando at a bar. Um, and then Stacy was like, I want to see you again. And he's like, I've moved on. And she's like, are you happy? He's like, yeah. And then she's like, I'll always be with you. And then, like, the walkie-talkie cuts out. Like, she, like, turned it off. And he's like, classic Stacy, never let me finish a sentence. And that's the end of the book. Um... Okay. <laughs> you weren't ready. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Did we mention why this book was chosen to be reviewed? Shout out to a man named Drew, one of our dear coworkers. Yep. One yep. of Hannah's former coworkers, one of my current coworkers. There's a old group chat when we were all on the same team that was like the sassy side chat, if you will, that was called the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> yep. And I'm it, still in it. Yeah. What's yeah, it's super funny because there's three of us who are still like actively full-time employed with our company. And then there's Hannah, who is 
minimally part-time employed with our company, but she's still in the group chat. Yep. So, like, we'll, like, put work things sometimes, then every now and then Hannah just, like, pops in. But I just randomly get the notifications. Like. Not consistently? No. Oh, that's funny. Well, it's also not, like, consistently used. So, it might. You may actually be getting more than you realized. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Drew was like, hey, I have a book for you guys to review. Yeah, he wanted to sponsor this episode for this, and Chelsea chose to take the bullet for the team. Yeah, this this episode, he hasn't paid us yet. <laughs> At the time of this recording, he hasn't paid us yet. I did tell him after reading the book that I had to up the sponsorship rate for the emotional distress that this book caused me. And his exact response was, oh, my God, you actually read it? And I'm like, the fuck? Um, I told you I would. I'm yeah, like, we, I'm very grateful that you did this. Yeah, I'm like, we don't joke when it comes to smut. We don't. We joke about a lot of things, obviously, for those that have followed the podcast. But smut's not one of them. We will laugh. At the smut, but not like we. I'm like, no, I will, I will read some garbage. Don't threaten me with a good time. Um, this one was not a good time. What What are we looking at here? Is this walkie talkies? Like our our rating scale? Is it walkie talkies? Is it? It's gotta be skeletons. Is it figs? (laughs) That feels like college boys at a bar. Walkie-talkies feel safe. Sure. But I do like skeletons. How many bones are in the human? 203. What? 203. I just said 106, and you said 203, and those feel like very different numbers. I'm looking it up. Look it up. I have now have the song Spooky Scary Skeletons stuck in my head because we've said skeletons so many times. How many Spooky Scary bones? Skeletons. 206. Oh, we were both wrong. I got the Combine six, you got the answers. two. No, because I remember seeing like a Valentine's Day card a long time ago that said the human body has 206 bones. And when you open it, it said, when I'm with you, I have 207. No. And I was like, that is a solid card. I respect that play. I like um, it. So we can do skeleton bones. Okay. Out of 206. Sure. Ten? Twenty? Twenty out of two hundred is ten percent. Yes. Um, I was gonna say, do we give a bone for every page? So seventy-nine out of two hundred and six? That might be too generous of a rating. That feels generous. I need to look because that would be forty percent. Damn, I'm not. I'm not positive about that, but it felt good when I said it. <laughs> I think I did that math wrong. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did that math wrong. <laughs> you you were very close. It was 38.349%. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, that's too too high. That's that's too generous. I'm 15 out of 206 bones is my final offer. Okay. Um from from the retelling I gave you, do you feel like that that is an appropriate score? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I would be curious to learn from Carly what his goal and intention was here, what his inspiration was. I have a lot of questions about where this story came from and not just where the story came from, but why he felt the need to tell it. You know? Probably because he misses Andre the Giant. Um, so other books written by him... oh no okay um (laughs) other books written by him satan burger ape shit (laughs) the baby jesus butt plug (laughs) the cannibals of candyland and every time we meet at the dairy queen your whole fucking face explodes what the, the menstruating mall? Razor wire pubic hair. War slut. I knocked up Satan's daughter. Good for you. The morbidly obese ninja. Sausagey Santa. Mm, Ooh, I don't like that. Cuddly Holocaust. N- no. Fantastic Orgy. Adolf in Wonderland. No. The Big Meat. M-E-A-T. No. <laughs> no. Um, Spider Bunny. Ultra Fuckers. Hmm. Spider Bunny doesn't sound like a good time to me. I don't know. As she stabbed me gently in the face. Tumor fruit. Electric Mm. Jesus corpse. (laughs) I honestly, there are so many more than I anticipated. Electric Jesus corpse sounds like a, like a college dropout's garage band. Like he moved back in with his mom. They're always just a few shows away from making it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Electric Jesus corpse. Like that could be a name from like uh, Andy from Parks and Recreation when he's trying to name his band, Jet Black Pope, Mouse Rat, Electric Jesus Corpse, Rat Mouse. (laughs) That could be on the list. One thousand percent. Yeah. Um, I just also need you to know I probably scrolled past at least ten to fifteen books that I didn't read the names of, and Mm. then I put my phone down so I could keep engaging. So Carly is a prolific author. He's got a hell of a catalog there. I I hope Carly's doing okay. the The title of these books make me think Carly's not doing okay. Yeah. Also, most of these books were from like two thousand eight. Carly, where are you now? Are you doing all right? Please. I kind of want to know, but I'm also a little concerned to know. Yeah. Um, but 15 out of 206 bones. Because, hmm. quite frankly, it's not 207. I was flaccid the whole time reading this. <laughs> 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 flaccid pass. Just saying, there was nothing about this book at any point that I was like, I'm feeling slightly aroused. Sure. At no, like, 
And that happens when you read smut for obvious reasons, right? right. This was not one of those books. There's a, usually at least one moment of, ooh. Yes. Not in this one. Nope. 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 I also need you to know I was working on the outline of this book when I should have been paying attention in a work meeting. Mm. And I just kept not being prepared for what was that. Like to the point where I realized I was sitting with my hand over my mouth scrolling <laughs> while I read that. I was like, oh shit, I'm on camera. Um, yeah, when, when she was just, when her vagina casually stretched the point that like she could just go elbow deep up in there, which was so early on. I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded and I feel like I'm processing that I'm dumbfounded more than I'm processing anything that actually happened. Yeah, I'm also dumbfounded. That's, that's a good word. And I'm going to be um, in a conference next week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I fully intend to be outlining books while I'm in that conference. So, Are you going to outline ultra fuckers? Or- sure. What other books do we have here? I'm just scrolling through Carlton Melton's. You could you could also do ape shit. Sure. I think we've had a couple of other requests or suggestions. Maybe I'll take a look at to do while I'm supposed to be learning and continuing my education. I was going to say, what is the? It's a supervisor topic. training. Supervision training. Oh, are you going to become a supervisor? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so exciting. Woohoo! I've thought about it. And then I don't know if I want to. Yeah, we'll see how <laughs> it goes. But I'm not paying for it, so I'm leaning in. Even better. Yep. Yes, if I weren't paying for it, I would be more inclined to become a supervisor. Um. Okay, 15 out of 206, not 207, Bones. It, Send us all of your recommendations. Let us know your thoughts. Yes. Process with us if you are also dumbfounded. Let us know your thoughts, but also please send thoughts and prayers because (laughs) I'm really. We're struggling. That one was a journey for sure. Um, But thank you for coming on the journey with us. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We promise there is a wide variety. Not all books are like this. If this is your first experience of Smut Club, I'm. Sorry. Um, but And thank you. Uh, yeah, and thank you, smut puppies. We're happy you're here, smut sluts. Yes, that was the other one. I was like, what the, What are our options? Yeah, let us know what you want us to review. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We can't wait to see you all soon. Have a great day. Bye, y'all. Well, that's it for this week's smut sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.